You're listening to the Coventry Sphinx podcast. You can follow the fortunes of our football club on Twitter, where we're at Coventry Sphinx or at commentarysphinx.co.uk. If you like the show, please take a moment to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating or a review. For more podcasts from Sphinx Football, visit sphinxfootball.com. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Coventry Sphinx podcast with me, Chris Nee, and Sean Thomas and John Woodward, the first team managers at our club. This is a podcast about a football club from one Saturday to the next and everything in between. This week's episode is slightly shorter because our first league fixture against Selston had to be postponed. A previous opponent of Selston's had a positive coronavirus test, which I suspect is going to see off quite a few matches this season. So when I sat down with Sean and John, we only had one game to look back over where there should have been two. Fortunately, there's plenty to shout about. On September 12th, Sphinx faced Cozill Town in the preliminary round of the FA Cup. We know them well. John spent some time there, and before they went up to Step 4, they were in our division. And we played them in pre-season too, so they won't have been surprised that Sphinx had enough to take them all the way. After a goalless draw, goalkeeper Tom Cross again saved two penalties, and Sphinx again won 4-3 to progress to the first qualifying round. We talk about that game, and have a quick look ahead to the next two. On Tuesday, September 15th, we're away at AFC Wolfroonians in the league, which is a trip I always enjoy. And on Saturday, September the 19th, we play our FA Vars first qualifying round tie at home against Worcester Raiders. But we recorded right after the cup win, so that's where we start this week's conversation with Sean Thomas and John Woodward. We are in the clubhouse after an FA Cup preliminary round win against Kozal Town, which is a, a big result for us, John. Massive. Uh, a league higher. You'd have settled for that before the game. And they were a good side. So, yeah, absolutely over the moon. We've benefited so far. It's our first two games have both been in the FA Cup, both draws, both penalty shootout wins. So we've benefited quite a lot from the lack of replays this season. Would you have fancied going into either of these two games with a, a reverse tie as well? I suppose so. You just go with the rules that they put in, I, I, I guess. So, yeah, Romulus, you'd have been happy to get them back to our place and... Today, those would have gone to their place. But yeah, it's cutting down on fixtures, isn't it? Mm. That We all know the rules before the ball is kicked. Is it too unfair from the outside looking in to say that in both games, probably the best of the chances fell to the opposition? Not lots of them, but there were some. Yeah, without a doubt. Both sides have had better opportunities. You know, we've had a few half chances as well. But yes, we've defended gallantly, I'd have to say. A little bit disappointed from Cam to be told that you know we purposely played for penalties. That wasn't that is not the case in my mind. We played three five two with a, a young, eighteen year old lad up top. So I think we've been quite brave, really. You know we could have been open to you know a, a good hammering, really. I think that's a really unfair assessment, Sean, because when Mo Billy turns his man on halfway and looks to get away. And when a shanty price goes through, we're definitely trying to make things happen there. And either we're not able to get the ball under control, not quite getting the chance, or in the case of the first half, Mo getting away, he was fouled. So if, we, if we're going to have players brought down when we are trying to get forward, then obviously the chances are, are going to be difficult to come by. Definitely. I think the first half, I thought it was really even. I thought you're going at half time and actually you think that you, you, you're on top. You've, you've weathered a little bit of a storm. They come out quite quickly at us. And you know what? We're, we're a new group of, um, we're a settled group, but we're a new group of lads and they're still, um, backing each other up to the hilt. So you're going in at half time and you think, you know, this is here for the taking. Credit to Kozel. They come out second half. They were on top for large parts of it. 
I think you could say that they missed a couple of guilt edge chances, but what our lads are doing, they're developing a really strong bond and they're certainly working really hard for each other. They're giving, giving themselves an opportunity to win a game in the penalty shootout and they're nervy situations and what our boys have done is handled that pressure really, really well when it comes to it and we didn't change the formation. We kept going for it. I just think that in the second half, Cozal played pretty well. It seemed like the wind picked up. We struggled to get out at times and football was all about taking your chances and unfortunately for Cozal, they didn't take their chances, but I thought, when you get to penalties, you know, I'll just speak before we come on, on air, we were saying that you get to 80, you're thinking you could quite easily make a defensive substitution there. We had Jamie on the bench, but we didn't. We stuck at it and we just thought, you know what, let's see how the game pans out. And that's, a again, a brave decision. You won't go your way all the time, but when you get to penalties, they've been spot on. There's a real togetherness. They're all next door now. So I definitely thought that we're in the game. It's not like by fluke that we're getting through these games. By design, and I think they've, they've worked with great desire and long may it continue. We've been able to praise the overall defensive effort of the team over the last couple of rounds, and we've done so. But I think probably I've slightly unfairly skirted over the actual defenders. So we've got a more or less a new unit in there. Patson's played for us before, but either side of him in that defence, we've had Andre's play today, um, and we've got James Bryson, who's coming new, new to the club over the summer. And they've come in in two tough games and helped us to a couple of clean sheets. Yeah, when Liam Kay doesn't play... We asked them, can you step up to the mantle, rise to the occasion? Because when Liam's there, he organises brilliantly. When he's not there, do worry a little bit and say to them, you know, you've now got, you've got to organise, you've got to rise to the occasion, organising. To be fair, they've been brilliant. James Bryson was outstanding today. Yeah, I agree. I think probably I've got to pick a man of match yeah. at some point soon and I'm going to talk to everybody else because I don't like committing to it on my own because I have to talk to you too, and to some of the players as well. And if I get it wrong, I'll get no end of abuse. So I'm glad that we're leaning in the ro- in the same sort yeah, of direction. and uh, Crossy, obviously. I think he's kept us in it, hasn't he? The yeah. two point-blank saves. I think the game benefits when we can keep our first-choice 11 on the pitch for longer than 10 minutes. So we lost Loz to injury yeah. quite early on. How much of an impact does that have on your overall game plan as a 90-minute approach? I suppose that the ideal understood he was Charlie to come on. You know, he's stereotyped right back, if you like. Mm. So he, he was probably the next best choice. So we tried to keep the, the same formation, really. I suppose you didn't make lots of substitutions after that anyway. So no. he obviously wasn't in the in the plan to make three set changes. No, we, we always had the mindset of if we did go a goal behind, it would be probably go 3-4-3 three, three and chuck on a extra forward. Uh, with the midfield and probably sacrificing, that was always as soon as as soon as we went a goal down. If we went a goal down, that would be straight away three four three. Just go for it. So the substitution that was made second half was Colin Smith come on for Mo. Billy. Mo yeah. So Mo, Mo, I thought had an excellent yeah, first half. Tremendous. Yeah, did himself plenty of favours, I think. But we've got real options up there, and, yeah. and having someone come through our youth side to be a genuine first team option is a real benefit to the club. We've watched Mo in the, the youth games and he's now outgrown the youth football. He's, he's battering young players around like Skittles really. So he's he's outgrown it and he's ready for men's football for me. And he's not the only one, Sean. No, so if you talk about our 18, there's, there's five of them on there today and we're trying to get out of maybe pigeonholing them as youth team players because... They're all pushing for for a start actually, and so it does keep our boys on the toes. And it knows that you you know that you've got a reliable eighteen. So if you imagine that we had no Leon Kearns, no Lewis Guest, 
No, Leon K today. And they, they, you could argue they're first team regulars and they certainly have been last year and we're still producing a good 18. And I think as time goes by, that'll be harder to maintain, but they've all bought into it so far. So it's a nice, happy camp at the moment. And it, it naturally happens when you're winning games and winning tight games and there's great momentum at the minute. So hopefully we've got Tuesday coming up um, hopefully that goes ahead. And last Tuesday, we didn't get to do our league game, did we? So we're just trying to keep the momentum at the moment. Yeah, so we've got a game coming up against AFC Wolfroonians on, on Tuesday away, all being well. But we've not played a league game yet. We've gone straight through two FA Cup rounds, both of them penalty shootouts. I think other managers would really go through the mill in that situation. First two games of the season to go through that twice. You seem pretty serene about the whole thing between the two. I think if you've seen pair, the pair of us when the penalties are going on, it's it's a roller coaster. And I think we've had the big adrenaline rush and now we're both most probably through the floor and a little bit flat, but that's just because you're mentally exhausted. And so you watch them lot run around for 90 minutes and they're giving their all and leaving their all out there. And there's an element of you're out of control when it gets to those situations. It's in it's really in the hands of the players and they've been great. And now the biggest challenge is making sure that, that almost that level of performance carries into Tuesday night because it's quite easy to have a bit of a hangover after all the adrenaline and all the... Um, togetherness and the excitement of a game that goes to penalties um, your bread and butter I keep saying it, is your league and hopefully with a bit of luck we're going to have a league season it's all um, I don't know it's not as concrete as what it has been in the past is it so Tuesday night's a good state a good start for us and it, again we'll have a tough situation now whittling that down uh, squad down to 16. It was another good set of penalties we did have one saved this time so out of what nine penalties to have one saved is it's pretty good going is inevitable really but a good set generally you stuck with the same order, pretty much. That's just a case of staying with what worked. Yeah, the only difference was Loz, obviously. I think Loz was third or fourth penalty taker against Romulus. Obviously, he went to hospital. So it was the same format with Nooney dropping in. So, yeah, fair play to him. Mental strength to take penalties. Don't change your mind. Uh, Danny Fraser had a little pep talk to everybody beforehand. Ironically, he missed his penalty, but... Not the worst penalty, though. No, no. Paul Paul Hathaway's a good keeper. And a good penalty taker as well. Yeah. He's not the first time he's taken one, I understand. No, he, he used to... When I was at Kozel, he used to take the penalties, yeah. He used to just uh, blast it down the middle. So that's why I was shouting to cross the hill. Just, but he didn't. He placed it in the corner, to be fair. So we go into the, the, the next round, which is further than we've got for a few years. What are you looking for from a draw here? Are you just happy to take whatever we get at home? Yeah, I fancy us... I fancy us to give a good game to anyone at home. So we'll see how it goes. I sat with the Bedworth managers yesterday in the Red Lion and we both wished each other all the best and said we'll probably meet each other in the next round. So that would be ironic if that one comes out. I think they've won on penalties at racing, haven't they, I think. So what's the process now? Between now and Tuesday, you've got to get that team into the mindset for not only league football, but the start of the league season and... Not too long an away trip, but it's it's a quick turnaround for us from these two cup games. Will you um, train at any point between now and then? Will you talk to them as a group individually? We'll certainly talk to them. We have the group chat, don't we? So we're always liaising with each other. So yeah, it will be probably sort of squad out for Monday night, I guess. Is it a, co- a combination of trying to drag them up and down at the same time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's back to the bread and butter, isn't it, of the league? So they've got to, you know, they'll they'll, they'll know that Wolfroonians away is never an easy game. So we go into Wolfroonians, Sean, and it's a, a place where we've had some decent results, but never an easy game. 
and um, actually they tend to give us a bit of trouble here as well most seasons. So have you had a chance to even put, turn your mind to that match at all yet? It's always in the back of your mind. I think we, we, we do look forward. We've always got the permutations of who's available and who's not. And it, it starts to come into more of your thinking, maybe just post this game, actually. So it's a fair old track over there after work on a Tuesday night. So yeah, it'll be tough to pick a 16. And that's, that's what me and John have to take on board as managers. And we have to talk to those lads that are not involved and things like that. So when you, you almost give yourself it's not as possible as maybe as before but you try and give yourself a Sunday away from football because it can be all consuming but I guarantee by tomorrow afternoon we're already thinking about the squad we'll be in touch and ideally you want to know that everyone's confirmed by Sunday night to give yourself Monday a bit of breathing space so yeah so just the attention turns to um, to Tuesday you, you allow them not to go and have a great night tonight I'm sure they will um, some of our old, uh, us being a little bit older we won't get involved in some of their antics but it's already getting very loud next door so you have you allow them to enjoy tonight and then tomorrow we'll just get in touch with them and see how they're doing and after Tuesday we roll straight into the Vars on Saturday as well so a team that I'd I've never seen, I don't know if you have had any familiarity with them at all, but we go into that match and we have to get right back up for it again. Yeah, and it'll be a real down if we go into next week and don't get a result. And I think the tables are turned next week, so we're, in theory, the favourites. But um, looking at the Worcester Raiders lineup, I think there's a lot of familiar names in there. We've come across them before when we played Worcester at Bromsgrove and things like that. So um, they're a club on the up by the sounds of it. They've got this fantastic ground share at Six Ways, so... Our true test, really, I think, of a good side is when you go into games like next week where you've got to be raised it, you've got to take it to them. Because if you allow a team to come over and get stuck into the, uh, get um, get some position on the field, I think it can be a really tough game. And I think the margins between step six, step five, step four are getting closer all the time. I think if you've got a good group of lads, I think um, regardless of what league you're in, they're always tough games. So... Hopefully we go into it with a lot of confidence. Tuesday night is our main um, priority at the moment. And then obviously once you go past that, you start looking forward to Saturday. We're still in the FA Cup. We've got the Vars coming up. We've got the league starting. We're really throwing everything at you in terms of all the different challenges you can face as, as managers at the start of the season. Would you rather that was spaced out a bit more or is it just every few days we play a football match? Yeah, I, I th- obviously times have changed, haven't they? And they've got a, we've started the league a month later than normal. So, so it's you just accept how it is. But me personally, I'd rather play games and train midweek. Just take it as it is, and each game as it comes along. But it's exciting, isn't it? You know, we've got FA Cup games and Vars games, and we try and stay in both competitions as long as we can. And it's massive for a, for a club like ours as well. We do, the cups, we treat them as seriously as anybody, but it already represents a decent cup season. Yeah. for us to get through these two very difficult first couple of games. So in terms of the two of you making a real mark in your first full season, a decent FA Cup run is already a fantastic start. Yeah, that's always the remit here is to have a bit of a run in the Cup and the Vars. And so, so far, I think we've excelled, really, in the two games. Look forward to the next opposition. <laughs> I think you have to keep your feet on on the floor because, yeah, enjoy the good times, but you know that flick of the finger it can all change quickly and you're up against it and we might not be having so much nicer chats as we are (laughs) (laughs) thank you to sean and big john for this week's chat we kept it brief because it's not really fair to ask the gaffers to process a game half an hour after the final whistle just so they can explain it to the likes of me sphinx have got big games coming up there's no messing about this season teams that are somehow able to find a good start strike me as the most likely to do well i hope we can be one of them 
that's all for this week. Sean and I will be back in seven days or so to catch up on the next few games. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Commentary Sphinx podcast, a Sphinx football production. For more of our podcasts, visit sphinxfootball.com.